I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Most Haunted City on Earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And today we have a local celebrity to Woo. the Parajunkies and also all the fans of this podcast. We have Jameson here. Yes, the infamous Jameson has finally arrived in Savannah. And so <laughs> uh, he is here to join us today for a one uh, From One to Wicked episode. So Jameson, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into it. Um... <laughs> Jameson is our youngest listener, actually, which is very exciting. Yes, a true fan. You should probably watch the last episode of the season one podcast. Is that your favorite episode? Honestly, my favorite episode has to be the one where he talked about that haunted house and the (laughs) chains guy. In Germany? Yes. Yes. That's a crazy story. It really is. It's how I uh, got hooked, so (laughs) I'm hoping to hook everyone else. Absolutely. And... Oh, yeah. So there's this, and then there's um, gotta get it out. Um, there's this. Ooh. Yes. I don't even have that much merch. I don't either. I, I feel like such a total slacker. I know. I'm like I over just, here with yeah. my, my lame phone case and all yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. I could have a fun I don't phone have case. anything on my phone case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Jameson's all decked out, so uh, we're really excited to have him here. And Ashley Werner, uh, for all the people who are uh, on the uh, Facebook page with the fan base and all that jazz, if you're in the Parajunkie Discord, uh, TikTok, you probably have seen her name pop up a few times. She's also here. If you listen to any of our Q&As and uh, some ghost mails, uh, Ashley is an active member, which uh, should go out to all of you. Be like Ashley. Be like Ashley. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. You Indoctrinate yes. your children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, for today's episode, we're actually going to be raiding Annabelle. Are you familiar with the Annabelle doll? I've only heard, like, I've only heard it pop up on like commercials on the TV. Okay. Sure. sure. That's that's enough information that uh, we can work with. So trust me, I'm going to give you a deep dive. It's best into to go it. in blind. Right. <laughs> Yeah, get a better accurate rating. Absolutely, so. absolutely. All right, so let's go ahead and roll on into it. So uh, for those of you who have may only have seen the Annabelle movie um, from the Conjuring series, uh, Annabelle does not look like that no, <laughs> at not, all. Not even a little. She is actually a Raggedy Ann doll, um, which, which is, is almost creepier, it really, is. when it comes down to it. It really is. Um, before we started filming, Chris and I were actually talking about how um, he said that the Raggedy Ann dolls used to actually have a heart in yeah, them. That was the whole like selling bit of it was that they made a little pillow heart and they put it inside every Raggedy Ann and Andy doll because Raggedy Ann and Andy were brother and sister i think i think that's i think as children i thought they were like husband and wife but that was weird so um they because they look exactly alike exactly Uh, so uh yeah these dolls they actually would make little hearts and and put them inside the fluff of the body um and i i confessed that we had a raggedy ann doll in my house when i was a child and i 
performed surgery on her just to find the heart because, you know, yeah. you, somebody said she had a heart. I'm like, I got to see this heart. I'm like, what's the heart? So, um, and I went into the seam of the neck and just kind of dug until I found the heart. And, and indeed, she did have a heart. Of course, later when I found out about Annabelle mm-hmm. being a haunted demon doll, uh, I, I thought, oh, no, I tore the heart out of one of those things. Yeah. So. So there's that, and um, that brought up the question in our minds, if Build-A-Bears are haunted right. because Ooh. of the same idea, right? right? It's very ritualistic when you yeah. build a bear. <laughs> you, you, you fill it with stuff and you put the heart in. You, know, you it's, give it's, it hugs and yeah. give it a bath, at least in the older days of Build-A-Bear. You That's give how it you make a homunculus. Yeah, essentially. That's a big word, homunculus. Homunculus. It means little person. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of Oh, freak. boy. <laughs> yeah, my bed is surrounded with them, so oh. I'm kind of scared So now. keep your eyes on them. Yes. <laughs> I, I, absolutely. <laughs> it's okay. I well, did. it was bad when they started, like, arming them. It's like, that, yeah. that Build-A-Bear has a lightsaber. I don't know if I want to right. deal with that. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that haunted Build-A-Bear. Um, but if you have a haunted Build-A-Bear story, send it oh, over to do. us. please do. Because I'm very curious about or that. Or any haunted doll story. Um, we don't like haunted dolls here, yes. but we do like haunted doll stories. So into our haunted doll story for today, Annabelle. Um, so she was owned by a nursing student named Donna. And uh, when Donna was preparing to graduate from college, she was living in a small apartment with a woman named Angie. And so Donna's birthday rolled around, basically, and her mom went out and bought her a Raggedy Ann doll as a present, which... Donna was like 28 at this point, so it's like, um, you know, that's an interesting choice of a, a present. Mothers will never think you're an adult. No. You know, no matter how old you get, your mom is still going to think you're a little kid. And you want... And that's a fact. I mean, Jameson, your mom thinks you're a kid, right? I mean... Mostly just... because I am, but... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Beside the point. Yes. <laughs> Well, when you're 28, your mom will still think you're a kid, which is okay. And she will buy you a haunted doll. Yeah. Yay! (laughs) Yes. Um, So her mom buys her this as a present. And after the night of celebrating with her friends and family, Donna placed the doll on her bed. Now, um, it is questionable of whether or not Donna slept with uh, Annabelle at all, but um, she definitely used her as decor for her bed. Um, so Annabelle always stayed on the maid bed. Now, within a few days of having Annabelle in the apartment, Donna and Angie started noticing strange things. Uh, so the doll seemed to move around the house uh, when no one was home. And at first, it was just like small movements that could be kind of written off as, you know, maybe. Um, the doll, like they misplaced the doll or they may have knocked it over or something. But as time went on, the doll would move into different rooms and into different positions. Sounds a lot like Robert the doll. Well, you know, a lot of people think that the Annabelle stories were heavily influenced by Robert the doll. Like like if you were going to uh, create a story, you could see where if you had heard the Robert the doll stories Mm -hmm. and then you kind of conflate them to a ghostly encounter you had with a doll. And it may have been small things that that they reported larger, or it could be that that behavior is a usual thing for dolls. Sure. Or maybe it's a similar entity. It could be a similar entity, absolutely. So... um, and basically, the doll would seem to move around the house when no one was home, um, completely on its own. And 
that was just the start of the creepy things that would happen. Um, and the girls would continue to ignore the doll and simply just move it back. You know? Mm, yeah. You know, if a doll starts walking around my house, uh, I'm not going to just move it back. I'm going to probably... And we should probably know this was the early 70s. Yeah. So, um... They, they weren't full of stories of, of ghostly dolls or things like that. So, That's you know, true. It, it wasn't commonplace. Like now you would immediately think, oh, those scary movies. I know all this. I've seen this before. Um, they didn't really see all that before. I mean, I, this was even before uh, The Exorcist came out. So That's true. You know, the, the, the public knowledge of haunted things. Um, there was that, um, that Telly Savalas uh, Twilight Zone, which a doll bullies him. <laughs> Yeah, it was a simpler time for demons back then before everybody got some knowledge. Right, but, that's true. Um, no, it only got creepier. Uh, be, and eventually, they ended up inviting... Sorry, the ghosts are not happy I'm sitting in their chair right now. Uh, so if you hear any creaks or cracks or things like that, things moving about back there, uh, yeah, I took their rocking chair today, and they're, they haven't been pleased. But anyways, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's 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 common occurrence in here, but... Um, so basically they ended up inviting a medium over and the medium, which really, uh, what I question with this medium is how she got this information, didn't think anything was off about it, (laughs) but, uh, she said, so the spirit communicated through her essentially and said that they were a young harmless girl and they're just looking for a place, uh, for their spirit to reside. And so... She basically said, you know, don't worry about it. It's just a child spirit. It's nothing that's going to bother you. She just likes the doll, basically. So this would end up uh, where Annabelle, the doll, would start writing on parchment and things like that. And it would ask the girls, can I live in Annabelle? Or can I live in the doll? And them thinking, oh, it's just a child spirit. She just likes the doll. Of course you can live in the doll. And anybody who's listened to this podcast long enough knows that invitations are bad. Invitations are really bad. Don't do can that. Can I come in? If somebody says, can I come in? The answer is no. No. No, don't. you cannot. You cannot do that. You stay on the outside. I'm still scared of that room back there. Yeah. That's a very valid we, we feeling. Are, <laughs> we are grateful that you're keeping a close eye on that because it is, there's, there is some creepy creepies going on in the back room. There's lots of creepy creepies in that room. But um, now... After they allowed uh, the entity to basically possess Annabelle, that was when the sinister start, uh, sinister stuff started to happen. So you know how we uh, said that Annabelle would write on parchment and things like that? Uh, well, you see, she started writing new messages that would say, help us or help Lou. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Now... That is not just a random kind of name. Lou actually was a very significant character in this story because Lou was a friend of Donna and Angie's, and um, Lou would come over to the apartment pretty often. Well, you see, uh, the doll started displaying some really strange behavior, and uh, on multiple occasions, the three would notice red, wet substances on her hands. Nope. So, yep, some blood on, um, <laughs> on nope. her hands, which is always delightful. Party foul. Right? And Lou would experience a strange incident with deep claw marks scratched into his chest. Mm-hmm. Now, there are other occurrences where um, Donna, particularly, would wake up with Annabelle standing over her with a knife and other 
occurrences of this nature where it seemed like Annabelle was trying to kill them. So they end up calling in the Warrens. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Warrens, they are Ed and Lorraine Warren. They are some of the most um, celebrated. celebrated paranormal investigators in history, at least modern history. And so they tend to handle a lot of times the uh, different extreme cases uh, because Ed, Ed Warren particularly was kind of a celebrated demonologist. So um, they come in and they immediately kind of noted that this might be a demonic spirit. Um, then they find out that, you know, they had invited the spirit in. All of the clues are pointing that this needed um, some kind of further extent of exorcism of sorts uh, because they believed that it was still in the infestation period oh, yeah. of time. And they believed also that it was able to teleport to get the attention of the occupants of the apartment, which is very interesting because um, I don't recall the Warrens being very into all the other kind of yakety schmackety type uh, interdimensional sort of things. So very interesting that this particular doll gave them that um, notion. But at the conclusion of their investigation, and Lorraine decided the best course of action would be to exercise the doll and remove the spirit from the apartment. It's always, you know, the yeah. preferable sure. method. But uh, they uh, invited in a father named Father Cook, um, to perform the exorcism, even though he was extremely uncomfortable with it. Uh, he did not like whatever energy was coming off of Annabelle, and he wasn't particularly excited to do this. But yeah, And it can't really look good on your career you know, resume. It's like, right. fought a doll. I fought a doll, a haunted doll. <laughs> Ideally, you'd want something a little more you know, um, noteworthy. Right. I fought um, a Build-A-Bear. Uh, it was a tough battle. But <laughs> it was a tough battle. I barely survived. It was cuddly, though. It was. Now, he um, performs the ritual, and the Warrens agreed to take the doll with them to ensure no one would fall victim to the doll again. Um, and so the Warrens would arrive home, and there were multiple times where the doll levitated. And so they decided um, that it would probably be best to build a box, essentially, to contain Annabelle. Um, because not only were they seeing it levitate, but also they felt it, there was an intense hatred coming from the doll. Um, and it definitely was necessary if it was going to live in the Warren's Occult Museum to protect visitors it needed to have some safety precautions around it um and we can insert a picture of annabelle in her little box <laughs> it literally says casing. i think the like uh little sign in front of it says like under no circumstance yeah. do, do not, not open <laughs> literally look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's, um, and she's super freaky looking, but... Uh, now, Annabelle nowadays, interestingly enough, um, there is one particular death that is associated with Annabelle, and that was a motorcyclist who was actually kicked out of the Warren's Museum. He died on his way home, yep. um, and a lot of people believe that it was Annabelle who killed him on his way home, but 
Didn't he open the case? Wasn't that yes. the reason why he was kicked out? Yes. Yeah. Um, now, so Annabelle still remains in her case for the most part. Um, she goes on tour. She does. Now. She goes on so, tour, which is such a bad idea. It doesn't seem right. <laughs> doesn't seem like a good idea. Although the case, I mean, they don't pull over. They, they take the case. Right. You know, she's, she's still cased up. She is. But I just don't think she needs to be going anywhere on any vacations. But, no. no. Um, you see, it is actually Tony Spira. Um, who is the son-in-law uh, to Ed and Lorraine, and he currently runs the museum and all that. So uh, he is, has basically been working with the New England Society for Psychic Research for 30 years. I was going to say, that's the Ed and Lorraine. Mm-hmm. That's, that's their organization that they, I believe they, they began because it runs out of the museum, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he has cared for the doll and shares all of his experiences oftentimes. Um, he ha- is actually publicly stated that that doll is what I'd be most frightened of. Sure. So if you're like the kid of N. Lorraine Warren, or, well, he's a <laughs> yep. j- kid, yeah. a son-in-law. Son-in-law. Kid son-in-law. adjacent. Kid adjacent, yeah. Uh, you know, to N. Lorraine Warren, and that's what scares you? That's, that says yeah, a that, lot. Yeah, that museum is chock full of scary, scary things. Of really awful stuff. Um, and many believe, including um, him, that the doll has the power to kill. And so that was especially noted after the um, the motorcyclist uh, died on his way home, and also Spira uh, Spira would also comment that on saying that noting the case of the motorcyclist who died after leaving the museum, uh, never take things like this lightly, thinking it's a joke. And that's a good way to operate if you're going to be right. dealing no, with no. haunted objects. Better safe than sorry, really. Well, because it's the same way with Robert the doll. And you see yeah. a lot, which partially makes me wonder if it's a similar entity or in the same kind well, of you know, facet. Throughout history, the concept of spirits like going into dolls, that's a big thing. Oh, people, sure. People believe that. As a matter of fact, um, puppetry was outlawed for a number of years because of the fear of bringing dolls to life. It's like, you know, hi there. It's like, no, that's wrong. Dolls no, don't talk. They don't move. Stop that. Knock it off. So um, so there have been instances where people realize that spirits are looking for bodies. And, uh, and when you take on like a human, you got to push the human out of the body. That's a lot of extra work. If you see a doll, you're like, there's nobody in there. Mm-hmm. I'll just crawl, creepy crawl my way in there and boogity boogity. And I I oh, yep, go ahead. Yeah. I kind of want to open the case. I See? wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I know, yeah, I seriously. <laughs> Jameson and JT have the same philosophy, which is, let's find out. Let's like, find uh, no, let's not. Let's, let's, let's not mess around <laughs> with it. When it says do not open, do not open. I, yeah. I don't know. What are you teaching, Ashley? Oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, and the thing is, is I wonder... If Annabelle is inten- as intense as Robert the doll, because Robert the doll, you look at him wrong, and he's like, "Well, you're dead." Um, <laughs> you know, there's another like- doll that has that same, uh, and I think it's in um, Zach Baggins Museum of um, in Las Vegas. It's a doll that if you like look at it wrong, terrible things happen, and they that have all this footage right. of people like looking at the doll or sneering at the doll, and then like, you know, getting a nosebleed and like getting very dizzy and feeling a little off, and it's like, oh, Swell. don't do it. Swell. All you have to do is look at the doll <laughs> without being a jerk, and people, they're like, nah, show me what you got. Oh, nosebleed. And you're like, what'd you expect? It doesn't want you to look at it. It doesn't, don't do that. 
Now, Chris, you said you've seen pleasant. the Annabelle doll, right? I have, yes. So what were what were your feelings about it? So here's the thing. The more innocuous, the, the more pleasant a thing is when you're told that it's very dangerous, it takes on a very sinister thing because this is something that you could see anywhere. You know, we had a, a Raggedy Ann doll in my house and it was bigger than me for a lot of my life. When I was really young, it was, you know, a, a, a little bigger than me and I, grew, you know, outgrew it at some point. But I grew up with a Raggedy Ann doll. And so to see it and say, this is a killer doll, it's like, I know that doll. I've seen that doll. That doll has been in my house staring at me day and night. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a very, um, it almost looks like a scarecrow. It has a lot of scarecrow-like features. You know, I think its nose is a triangle. Mm-hmm. It's got little bead eyes, a drawn-on smile. So um, just being in the presence of it and n- noting the precautions, noting this big glass case, noting that you know it is separated and, and nestled in its own space. And it says, do not open, Jameson. Do not open. Yes. I know, but that's just going to make... Do not open, Jameson. <laughs> that's just going to make people want to open it more. This is fair. <laughs> it's very tempting. It is very tempting. Unless you have a healthy dose of terror. Yeah. Healthy okay. dose of terror keeps you from opening the spooky spooky. So uh, Right? Yeah. That's exactly. It can teleport. Um, it can teleport. Well, and that was the interesting thing because uh, a lot of people were like, well, what do you do uh, when you have these haunted items? And um, a lot of people believe that you can build boxes and structures that are engineered to keep spirits from getting out. Uh, ideally, it, it involves putting symbols on it, using holy water to seal it, uh, using all kinds of specific types of wood. All these things keep spirits from just going you know, willy-nilly, but there's a door. <laughs> yes. And the door is the issue. Why, why didn't you just seal it shut right. so that you couldn't open it? The um, the sign says positively do not open. There you go. That's positively what- <laughs> do not open. <laughs> that isn't that creepy looking. I don't know. That's fair. I I, I have no. to say that looking at it, of course, it is so commonplace. It's not mm-hmm. it's not scary looking by any stretch of the imagination. But when you add in the immense precautions <laughs> and you add in the fact that this is just something simple in a house. This is something that, you know, that could be anything. Uh, you know, you got that weird little porcelain doll. Stay away from it. Mm-hmm. You got that weird little, you know, knickknack or brick brick that you picked up on the side of the road at some tourist attraction. It might have a ghost in it. So yeah, I am, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, um, of, of listen to the professionals <laughs> And when they say, do not open, do not go near, do not taste, uh, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. The, um, you know, uh, my grandmother was an avid collector of um, dolls and things <laughs> like that, which I think partially uh, influenced my f- intense fear of them. Isn't there and a haunted doll in this building? There's two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, they're up there. Um, yeah, so, uh, yep, right up there. They can see us, but we can't see them. Oh, well, that's um, exactly what I want to hear <laughs> yeah. about haunted dolls. Uh, yeah, it's my childhood haunted doll, and then the haunted doll that uh, JT's dad found in a storage unit where he has no idea where it came from, but it has a crack in the face, so that's fun. Oh, good. Uh, you know? Teleporting <laughs> but, dolls, you know, probably landed on its face the last teleport. Absolutely. <laughs> but my grandmother had um, both Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Um, right. 
as well. And I always thought they were creepy too. They're, and then when I heard about this, I was like, uh, n- n- no. <laughs> but, you know, dolls are just inherently creepy because it feels like you're looking at something almost human, right. but there's no intelligence behind it. I, um, my grandmother had this massive baby doll. It was the size of a toddler um, that was given to me. And I hated this doll because I also think this one's haunted and I don't know what happened to it. Uh, but she gave it to me because it was her doll when she was a kid and she grew up very poor. So her mom would sew all the doll clothes for this Mm. doll. There's a lot of intention and love put into this thing, but it does not feel loving, if that makes sense. Especially when when you come to that, when you come to something that that was loved by a person and then is passed on, that separation, you know, that love that was from another person, it's not there anymore. The the person who was doting on it, the person who was who was doing you know all this work on it, it's, it's gone. And now you know, in grief and sorrow and rage, the whatever spirit happens to be around is like, why why aren't you making me a dress? Right. Why aren't you you know combing my hair? Why aren't you preening? You know. Uh, so that one was even creepier too because first off it's like this big for those of you watching on YouTube it's massive and but it's a baby it has no hair it has black eyes nope, and it has eyelids that are supposed <laughs> to be like when you um lift it up it opens its eyes and then when you lay it oh, down yeah, it closes its eyes but it would do it on its own And my parents did not believe me for the first few years of me being like, watch, it'll blink, it'll blink. And then they're like, no, it's fine. I'm telling you, just dolls suck. They are so creepy. I was doing (laughs) a a dinner theater ghost thing for this company. And uh, I I have a a series of haunted items. And I brought one that was a doll uh, with that same Mm -hmm. mechanism where you lay it down and you sit it up and its eyes flutter, except its eyes were gone. So it's just like hollow sockets, um, which by <laughs> itself, <laughs> Great. very scary, right? You're looking at a doll and it's like, where's its eyes? I don't know, scary. <laughs> so uh, one night I was doing the show and I heard click from the doll. The doll just went click. And I was like, that's weird. Went up to the doll and its eyes were back. What? Yeah, yeah. I sent you that picture, didn't I? I think I did. Those poor people. I think I did. Um, I'll, I'll look it up. But uh, it was during when we were doing these, that dinner theater show. It was ages ago. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, that doll doesn't have eyes. And now it does. And what's worse was they weren't the eyes. They were just white. Like, the, the, they were just white. And it was really creepy. Splendid. So um, that doll's in my trunk right Maybe now. Maybe that's why that restaurant closed down. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that restaurant closed down. Oh, God. <clears throat> um, sorry. Those poor people were probably just trying to eat their pork chop in peace. Right. And then Chris is like, look, it has eyes now. <laughs> oh, God. I, this is the first uh, I'm it, it, hearing about this, but... Let me see if I can't find it. Uh, please continue. But yes, um, so, you know, Annabelle still to this day, I think, instills a lot of fear into people. Uh, one, because a murderous doll is just horrifying. I mean, there's so many franchises of different dolls, that, like killer dolls and things like that in horror. And I think it's just intrinsically scary to imagine something that's so soft with no bones being able to move around uh, and hold knives and write on things and all that stuff. But I definitely agree in the assumption that it was something demonic. And if it is 
allowed to live in this vessel for however long it plans to stay in there, I that takes it up a notch in my rating personally. Um, and especially because there are, um, it is actually harmed people and then also um, believed to have killed someone. That takes uh, that takes them pretty high, or it pretty high in my rankings. Yes, that that does change a little uh, the <laughs> sensations behind it. Because but, how, yeah. what did we rate Robert the Doll, Jay? Do you remember? I want to say we rated him like an eight or something. Really? I think I gave it an eight because Robert the Doll also has killed people, and his was a lot allegedly. less. Allegedly. Allegedly. He has not been put on trial. He has not been put on I, trial, I, but in the trial of just, me, yes. um, I, I believe he did it. In so. the court of public opinion, he's a murdering doll. <laughs> he is. And so is Raggedy Ann. <laughs> Annabelle, not all Raggedy Anns. I don't want people to be going, I've got a Raggedy Ann at home. Well, Annabelle I mean, I and like my a, grandmother's right. Raggedy Ann. She was freaky too. So, um, so I personally feel like I'm good to rate Annabelle. How, do you feel like you have a, a good feel on your yeah. rating? Okay, do you want to go first? 6.2. 6.2. Oh, 6.2. Well, he said not Jameson good wants enough. to open the case, so yeah, I, I, I guess he doesn't feel the... He's uh, like, I need more gore. I need uh, a few more body counts um, to uh, to get a, a better score here. Occasionally but, burst into flames. Yeah. But... what? Yeah. What's what's your uh, what's your justification for your six point two? They they just put it in a box. A box will not stop a haunted doll. People must know. Oh, okay, well we're right. gonna call yeah. up um, Mr. Go. Mr. Sherpa or Serpa or whatever his his name was. What, it's a what, Sherpa? What's it's Spiro, name? right? It's a, no, it's like Spira or something like that. Hold right. on, it's uh, yeah, Spera. Spera. Yeah. Spera. Uh, <laughs> we're, Sherpa. We're gonna, <laughs> Sorry, names can be hard. Um, but Jamison, we're going to have to call him up and you need to tell him this because clearly they are lacking and you need a job at this haunted yes. museum. Well, no, no, don't put Jamison near the doll. <laughs> He's going to unleash everything. He's like, Dibbit Box, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, right. What's all this salt doing here? Honestly, probably. <laughs> probably. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh God. Oh my God. So this is the doll, and the Why? eyes came back. What? Oh. As a matter of fact, this is the doll without the eyes. And then one night, click, <sighs> and I looked at it, and I said, "No, thank you." Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, if it starts growing teeth like Okiku, then we know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll send this to. Uh, yeah. That's nauseating. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, my would, guess is that the mechanism, you know, the eyes just popped into the head because the eyes aren't there at all. I mean, they're, you can't see them at all. But when it went click, it just popped back 
up. And I was like, that's unpleasant. It's an unpleasant sensation when when eyes just pop back. Yeah. Like, I could almost (laughs) see it, like, going away. Going away makes sense, you know, some mechanism, but having them, like... They must have been in the head somewhere. Emerged. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, lock. She And said, then they weren't even the eyes. They were like the back marbly here. Uh, Splendid. You can, that's what happened. <laughs> it's unpleasant. That's very unpleasant. It's it's an unple- like- and as a matter of fact, now that I look at it, the eye is broken. Yeah. It's like cracked. Yeah. It's like, look I at s- it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh, Jameson, God. Jameson, do not open. Wait, is that here right now? It's in my trunk of my car. You should grab it so we can we can see it oh, on definitely. camera. Definitely. I'll be right back. Definitely. Yes. Oh, no. I said I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The flesh color is very unnerving. Um, you know? I... Oh, gosh. Yeah. It, it's the fact that it rose... Which makes me question, because I'm like, how old is this doll, first off? And why, at that very moment, did it decide, like, I can still see you? (laughs) (laughs) But um, back to my ratings. Um, I'm going to give Annabelle a solid 7.5. Just because there is wiggle room there where we could be skeptical if the guy riding the motorcycle, maybe he was just bad at riding a motorcycle and it just had some bad luck that day. Um, but also don't open the, don't open the box. You know, you, you, you know, what's going to happen. It says positively do not open. So, um, but Annabelle just being the type of entity that wants to come at you with a knife and stalk around your house and, um, want to possess things, not high on my list of entities I really want to deal with. Um, so seven, what what was that? 7.5 is a good a good rating, in my opinion. JT, would you like to give your rating? Uh, no, I I actually, um, I wanted to ask Jameson, is there, do you have like a scary story that's ever happened to you? Um, actually, I did have something yesterday that happened to Ooh, me. Ooh, so okay, okay. We were stopping by the, I can't, the Mosho house, mm-hmm. and I took a picture of, oh, wow. I took a picture um, of the shop, and in the um, in one of the windows, it it was like the box that like circles the faces. The box was there, but there was nothing actually there. So, and I take the picture and I I even scroll in on it, and there's nothing there. There was nothing there. Oh, well, I mean, of course there is. Of course that would happen to you because you're you're very open to these things and I'm not surprised that you immediately had a paranormal experience while you were here in Savannah. You know, I'm very oh god, she clicks. Yeah, she makes all kinds what? of she she makes all kinds of weird noises. She's, you know, she's not pleasant at all. It's the fact that she's so bendy. She's um, very bendy. She and I was like trying to figure out. I was like, "What are you made of?" And it seems like why she's are her hands and her arms lumpy? Like, yeah. <laughs> and there's a joint. There's, a joint. there's multiple there's, joints. It's very. She's very odd, and because um, like <laughs> if you listen, it's like I, I'm not sure what she's made of. It's um and yeah, it's it's very odd. She's, she's very she's a very odd thing, and um, she is a. Uh, we. She's delightful. She's delightful. I thought I thought it had eyes. 
So, so that's the thing, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. <laughs> isn't it? Uh, she, uh, she, uh, she, yeah, she doesn't have eyes. But one. Told you, <laughs> she clicks. But one night, uh, but one night she did. And I'm like, is it, is it in there? Do, do I do this? <laughs> do you shake her? I don't want to shake the baby. <laughs> do Jameson, I don't shake the baby. Absolutely. Sure, you can hold it. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you okay. go. Yep, oh, that's shake. a rattly sound. Yeah. <laughs> rattly, rattly, scary sound. Rattly Andy. Uh, uh, yeah, over yeah. here. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, you could just lie down. It's where's right. Kal- where, Where's Kalani when we need him? Honestly, yeah. kiss the doll. Kiss the baby doll. Yeah, she's. Um, it almost looks like paper mache, doesn't it? It does. That's why I'm saying. Why is it lumpy? It's. Uh, and her joints are. She she has joints, which is. Uh, she's a well-made doll. I will say. Is that. she because she doesn't match her skin tones at all? Like she's pink here and then tan. I, I think that's 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 time. Okay. I think time had a different reaction to the because this is glossy. Huh? Oh, you have not given your rating yet. We, oh. I, I'm gonna. So my Annabelle rating we... is uh, a solid eight. Okay. Um, and if Annabelle were not in the case, it would probably go up. <laughs> but since she is in a a sealed, warded, and guarded case, I say eight. Um, I wouldn't make faces at her. Um, so yeah, I I say eight. What, why are you Have doing? you ever you, looked inside this? I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> Do not peer into the soulless <laughs> eyes of the doll. Okay, well, if you look inside of it, it's got this like little bulb in there that's got like a membrane that like... <laughs> None of those words are things I want to hear about a doll. Because I'm looking in there to see... Well, you know, and here's another thing is there is a time, there's a way when you're looking at her where it almost seems like there's a glow. Do you see the glow? Oh, yeah. Sometimes it looks like there's a glow inside the eye, which I can't really figure out. I mean, I'm guessing there are holes in where, oh, the head is really gnawed, like like bumpy. Like if I were a phrenologist, I'd say this is, this is pure evil. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is classic haunted doll. And um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it on the table, and um, I gift it to Savannah Underground. <laughs> it is no longer mine. Yes. Oh, Shelby's gonna kill us. Our set designer. You don't have is to tell kill- Shelby about it. Just she can go live put it somewhere. <laughs> put it somewhere. She'll she'll live with the uh, the collection of other Ugh. haunted dolls. We're just gonna become a haunted doll museum from I now on. I do have on. another haunted doll at my house, which I do not take out. Um, and you can have that one too. Does Megan know about her? Oh, it's in the shed. Okay. Oh. For those of you who listen, my wife will not allow haunted things to be in the house. So um, we have a shed. And uh, when people send me haunted things, I'm like, well, to the shed. To the shed. Or the them. trunk of my car. Because uh, I have like an amputation saw. I've got a possible Dybbuk box. Uh, and, um, and that weird uh, coconut mask in my uh, car. So there you go. Well, well, you know, um, this has been a, a fun time. Um, Annabelle ranks out to a solid seven, seven. Uh, between all of us. And now still it's still not a bloody Mackenzie. And I now have this lovely thing. Yes. Uh, treat her nice. Make it upside and, down. And listen to weird day. clicks. We're really just giving all of these ghost friends now. Yeah. It, we're just That's a big ghost doing. playhouse in here. So... Thank you guys so much for listening. Please don't send me any of your haunted objects. Um, 
No, please don't send us your haunted dolls. You don't have to bring them home. You've got a send them. You've got a repository for them. Oh, we we've got something for it. Um, now, <laughs> uh, but Jameson, thank you for being on the podcast yes, today. Yes, you're a wonderful guest. Yes. Woo! Yes. And so every, thanks for being a walking billboard for absolutely. our podcast. Absolutely. Um, so. If you guys want to hang out with Jameson and Ashley and all our other para-junkie friends over on Patreon, definitely consider becoming a para-junkie. We live stream every Sunday. We do ghost investigations and SC methods and all the, all the fun things. So uh, definitely join us over on Patreon. Um, also, please send in your ghost mail at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. We love reading them, especially if you have photos and videos. Those are our favorites. So... Um, with that, though, my name is Madison Timmons. And I'm Chris Susie. And Jameson, would you like to say your name, too? I'm Jameson, I guess. <laughs> you guess? You guess. He's unsure. Who is it? Who is it? Call the exorcist. <laughs> We've been duped. <laughs> and I'm Scary Doll. Oh, God, don't give it a name. Oh, Actually, if you become a para-junkie, the para-junkies can name it. There you go. That'll be... That'll be y'all's task for the week <laughs> to name that. Um, but <laughs> anywho, uh, stay spooky, y'all. <laughs> Hopefully we see you in the next one. Yeah. <laughs>